So obviously, the Weekend Widows podcast has been put on hiatus. And the reason is because a lot of people who used to be on, like Jamie or Betty or Talia, have just stopped coming. And I've had friends or people that I know online reach out and say, hey, can I be on? And I say, yeah, sure, when's good for you or whenever we find the time. And we either don't find the time or they don't show up. And episode-wise, you know, it's come down from like five people to three people to two people. And I feel like sooner or later it's just going to become a solo podcast. And as the host, I don't think I'm ready for that. Like, I've discussed with friends and myself whether or not I should start doing this as a stand-up routine. But I'm not ready to just dive straight in and start joking about things. I'm an awkward person in real life. And from the podcast, you probably have heard that things can just go silent and we can probably just end the podcast there and just not talk for ages. And for a podcast that isn't good, that doesn't attract attention that we want, and speaking of attention, it's sad that I'm having to put this on hiatus when so many new people are coming over and listening to our podcast. And I can see on the app that I'm using, on Anchor, that our last episode, the, the special, got one play and that was it. But before this podcast ends, this episode, the podcast will still be going, don't worry. As soon as I just find the motivation and the people and the topics and whatnot to do it, then we will continue. But one thing that my friend suggested that I talk about is how it's like in the LGBTQ community. Um, so a lot of a lot of harassment has been thrown at me and my friends for being gay, for being trans, non-binary, pansexual, bisexual, whatever sexuality, romanticality or gender that you can think of. And you would think that coming out, you know, it's a magical thing. You get so much support from your family and from your friends and from your peers. But normally it's not like that. As I have experienced, I came out as trans to one friend spread across the whole school and I got a lot of hate for it I got things thrown at me I got physically bullied, mentally bullied and it is a scary thing to come out because you always have that fear in the back of your head going what if, what if, what if and sometimes those what-ifs can become reality. But sometimes, at the same time, you can have so many people behind you ready to be by your side at your lowest moments. And yeah, it can be magical, to be honest. Like, at the moment, we have this small community that, at break today, we grabbed all of our like LGBTQ 
representative things and set them out on the table and took a picture of it and a bunch of people came over and asked about the different flags and sexualities and stuff and that really warmed my heart just see how many people are interested and willing to stand by you as an ally but coming out as gay homosexual trans isn't something you think about every day I've only come out to one family member and the thought of what could happen next to other family members I hold dear to me it's a scary thought and finding the confidence to do it as well is very hard because you have to you have to either say it up front or you have to get somebody else to say it or text them it or give subtle signs and you have to be ready for the backlash or the talks or the awkwardness that follows and some people just aren't ready for that some people just never come out they stay closeted and it's sad to think that to think that some people are just so afraid that they just can't be their true selves that they just hide it away no person should be forced to do that the same with um, camps to make you straight or whatever it's wrong it's just downright wrong you should be who you want to be gay, lesbian, pansexual, bisexual transgender whatever you want to be you should just be you I remember back in year 6 when I first had a crush on a girl back when I was, back when I was cis um, I realised, oh, well I still like guys so I guess I must be bi and then my friend who was trans introduced me to pansexuality and I realised over time that I was pansexual and then going into the next year I realised um, I was bi-gender which just means I switched between genders and then I thought I was non-binary and then a couple of years later I'm trans and gay and that coming this way and finding out how accepting and how violent pe people can be towards you is so scary there's not one place in the world that you can go where you won't be discriminated and to think that people get harassed and oppressed daily is just so sad I'm living the best life I can at the moment I've got a loving family, supportive friends, good grades, but some at some point, somehow, at any time, one thing could just throw that all away. And on top of that, I've been getting less sleep, I've been just down generally. But to come into school, to see all of my friends, kind of gives me that boost of energy that I get. Just to say, hey, get through this day, and you can go to sleep tonight, or you can do whatever tonight, and just be yourself. And it, it really helps.
So if you have ever stood by me, or anybody, as an ally or as a fellow LGBTQ person, thank you. You don't you don't know how much it means to that person. You don't know what's going on at home. You might do. You might not. But sometimes it can mean the world to somebody. Just to be there. To stand by them. And just accept them. And the same, same thing goes for equal rights. Whether whatever your skin tone is. We're all human. We deserve to be human. We don't deserve to be outcasted or to be judged just by how we were born. We can't help that. It's genetics. Um, there's not really anything else I want to talk about. But other than school, I guess. Um, recently I have been getting into loops of I'll go to sleep tonight and I think of something I need to do and I'll do, oh, I'll go and do that. And then I'll realise it's 3am. And I've just been going into a loop of that. And I can tell that it's affecting my work and my sleep dramatically. But I can't help it. I've also been getting more and more forgetful. Like, it'll take me five minutes to remember something. I used to just be able to remember something in 30 seconds. But on top of that, I've been finding things to do to help me concentrate and to help me remember things. Like, from my friends, they... I started, like, drawing on them in Sharpie. I know it doesn't sound good, but I started drawing flags and stuff on them in Sharpie. And it helped me remember colours and what order they go in. As well as I would make loom bands for them. And the same thing would happen then. And a couple of days back I actually forgot the names of a lot of my friends. And so I turned to one of my friends who sits next to me in maths. And they helped me write down all the names of my friends, and then descriptions of them next to them. And I love them for it. And they helped me so much, and now I can just remember somebody by that piece of paper. I look at it every day, I remember people's names, and I go out and I face them. And other than that, no. I found a I found out about so many communities recently, so many accepting communities. Like you've got Wattpad, you've got Mina, you've got Discord, you've got YouTube, you've got WhatsApp. There's just so many different places you can go and just be you. And it's honestly amazing. Like I've met this person on Discord called Garable. And I assume it's a guy, but he's amazing. Or she's amazing, or they're amazing, or Z's amazing. And I met them on Userphone. And they kind of just went, hey, I'm here to talk about your problems. Please just open up to me. And I did. 
and the, when the line accidentally cut off, we went straight to the DMs and we started talking again. And he helped me with my problems, I helped him with his, and we just got to get we got to get to know each other. Um, and then we talked more and more, and at the end of the night, I just sat there crying to be honest about how much this guy cared. This guy who I never met before just wanted me to open up to him, and I did, and he helped me through it. And we both found out that we have almost the same problems and we're currently helping each other through them. Even though we've grown slightly more distant because of time zones and because of work and school and family and stuff, we still talk to each other. And the same goes for everybody on Framecast. I try and keep in touch, I try and draw, and for the most part, it's going good. I see them almost daily when I talk to them. But sometimes you think that's not enough. Sometimes you think you need to be there constantly. And that's not very healthy mindset to be in. But I guess, you know, sometimes you just don't have healthy mindsets. You just want to be there for people. And sometimes, even if they're not there for you, you still just want to be there. And I guess sometimes, going back to coming out, I'm sorry. Going back to coming out, sometimes people you have known for almost all your life will just turn your back on you. Turn their back on you, sorry. That's a scary thought too. Because it happened to me. Some people who I'd known for years just started being trans and transphobic and homophobic to me. And I was so scared of losing them, and then I did. But don't let me put you down. If you're thinking about coming out, please do it. You don't need to stay closeted. You can just be you. There is an entire community out here waiting for you. Waiting to come and give you all the hugs and all the appreciation and acceptance you want. That you need. That you deserve. And being closeted is one of the worst things you'll ever experience in your life. And I know that. And sometimes if you just don't come out, then you'll stay closeted. You won't find the moment to just say, hey, I'm blah, blah, blah. And 20 years later, you'll have come out to maybe your partner. And that's it. You'll just have that fear lingering in the back of your mind that, come out you'll be shunned upon you won't be there are so many of us waiting for you on the other side no matter how terribly it goes there will be millions of us waiting you don't need to feel alone you don't need to feel closeted you can just be you if you take that leap and trust me in the future it'll be worth it so um yeah 
I guess there's not much else that I want to do. I did want to do a cover, but <laughs> I don't really like that voice. So, yeah, the Week of Weirdest podcast will be going on hiatus. But I do just want to thank you guys for being here, for listening. And you never know, maybe tomorrow I'll be back. <laughs> I'll be back. <laughs> uh, you can tell I'm tired. But anyways, thank you for listening, for being there, and this is Evan, signing out.